0: Good afternoon, you're listening to the Airbender Showbender, where me and the girls recap and react to the animated series Avatar The Last Airbender. Hey folks, you're listening to Airbender Showbender with Adriana, Jennifer, and Julie. Wait, no, what? It's another Jennifer. So, um, yeah, our, our Julie, if you listened last week, our Julie, you would know, is in a different state. She's in the Avatar state, just vacationing. And so we have Jennifer, number two, we call her Jennifer Mary, or if I'll let them tell you how they like to be referred to, even though you're not actually talking to us. I mean, it's more for me. Um, how they like to be called, so we can kind of, you know, we all sound different, so you'll know who's talking. But anyway, I'm Adriana. You guys introduce yourself.
1: I'm Jennifer One, Jennifer Z.
2: (laughs) Or we can just call you Indy and call me Jennifer and just call it a day. We can do that.
0: (laughs) All right. For those of you who don't know, Jennifer Zuth is also known as Indy Killed the Pop Star, an amazing musician you should totally look up and listen to from the Atlanta area of Georgia. So I will waste no time. I will get into our recaps because holy crap, these episodes, they're like my favorite of all time, can't tell. Mm. All right, so we watched episodes seven through eight, so two episodes, and in episode seven, Avatar, Aang, and Katara, and Sokka, and Momo, and our lovely rice cake dog, flying bison named Appa, I forgot his name, they're flying and they notice that there's this scar over the land and it's just a bunch of burnt trees and it just looks terrible. And I think the uh, Saka is just like, wow, yeah, no, it looks like a scar. So they land to try to check it out and see what's going on. All of the soil is ashen. It's dry. All of the trees are leveled. It's just awful. And Aang feels terrible about it. And Katara cheers him up with an acorn. She throws an acorn at his head and, um, says that these acorns are going to rebuild the forest and so Aang takes an acorn puts it in his pocket and he's like you know what you're right just at that point at that point in time an old dude walks up they're like who are you and he's like hey I need your help when I saw the flying bison I had to come see for myself I think you're the avatar and Aang's like he gets Katara's permission for some reason and then he's like yeah I'm the avatar and um so he's like, I need you to save my city or my town because there's this crazy bear monster spirit named, I forgot his name, it starts with an H. Feel, feel free if you remember his name. Hubba, hubba. Okay, well, a a bear monster spirit demon comes and wrecks the city every night at sunset, at sundown, sunset, sundown, and um, also like takes people hostage. And so, Aang's like, all right, I'll go do that. But you also notice that he's he's experiencing a little bit of um, reluctance, or shall we say, insecurities about his abilities to communicate with the spirit world because all he knows is airbending. No one taught him how to be the Avatar. He was supposed to learn that a hundred years ago, but we all know what happened. And so, yeah, first night, bear spirit comes. Aang tries to talk to it. Nothing happens. Next night, Bear Spirit comes, and Aang tries to talk to him. He gets thrown by the Bear Spirit um, against a building, and at that point, Sokka is watching, and he's like, oh, my God, we need to be out there and help him. So Sokka goes to help Aang. Bear Spirit sees Sokka, takes him, runs off. Aang flies after the Bear Spirit, and he's just about to reach Sokka's hand when the Bear Spirit just disappears. And at that point, Aang is like, oh my god, what do we do? Then we find out, fast forward, sunrise, Aang makes it finally back to the village. He is, and he realizes that no one can see him. He is in the spirit world. He asks Avatar Roku, just kind of like praying, I guess, because he didn't know that Avatar Roku could actually talk to him. He's like, Avatar Roku, what do I do? His amazing dragon comes, Roku's spirit guide or animal guide comes and picks up Aang, flies him in the spirit world to Avatar Roku, his temple, and basically the dragon communicates through Telepathy that on the solstice, Aang needs to come to the temple and talk to Avatar Roku and he'll guide him. Problem with that is the solstice is when the spirit world and the non-spirit world, the the line between those two worlds blurs in a way that makes makes it really really easy for the bear spirit to just screw everything and so he was trying to like fix that problem before that happened so um he comes and goes back to the city or this the town and the sun goes down again bear spirit comes back and ang's like you know what katara gave me this acorn a couple days ago i'm gonna use it and he's just like He does the little telepathy thing that Avatar Roku's dragon did to Aang to communicate with him. And he was just like, oh, I see why you're mad. You're mad because this this forest is burnt down and it's people's fault. And so you're just, any people, you're just going to try to screw over. So Aang is like, I totally get that. I'm right there with you, man. It sucks, dude. But guess what? There's this acorn. This acorn means that there are a whole bunch of other acorns out there and this, you're Forest is going to grow back and everything's going to be chill. And the bear spirit turns into a panda bear and is like, you know what, bruh? You're right. He doesn't say that, but you know that's just what they're thinking. He walks away, poops out this bamboo forest, which I assume is just this portal from wherever he was holding the hostages. And Sokka comes out and all the other village people come out. And uh, that's the end of that episode. Now, episode eight, I'll go through it really quickly. Oh, oh crap! I can't believe I forgot the B story of that entire episode with my favorite characters. Okay, so while all of that was happening, um, Prince Zuko and Uncle Iroh were looking for the Avatar. They were trying to track him. Um, Iroh finds this like thing of water. Excuse me. Finds this thing of water. sits in it, heats it up with his fire bending, and he just has this nice little hot tub, just chilling Jeju style, and while he's doing that, Earthbenders, because they're in the Earth Kingdom for all of these episodes, they're in the Earth Kingdom. These Earthbenders come up, and they're like, yo, that is Commander or General or whatever his name is, Iroh. They Earthbend him into shackles. They put shackles on him. He's, like, naked. They put him on this chocobo-looking thing, and they're going to Ba Sing Se, the great city of Ba Sing Se, which we learn Uncle Iroh back in the day laid siege to Ba Sing Se for, what, 600 days. And um, we see a little bit of that prowess come out as Iroh tries to escape several times. Well, I won't get into the nitty gritty of it, but he does some cool like clever mischievous shenanigans. And we learn that there's more to him than an old dude that likes ginseng tea and hot tubs. Um, Meanwhile, Zuko finds out about this. He finds out that he's been kidnapped and he tracks him finds his disgusting smelling flip-flop and he's like yep i'm on to him but then he sees the avatar fly by or what he thinks is the avatar when it's really just appa and katara um, flying by because katara wanted to look for Aang. remember this is all going on while Aang is trying to find the spirit he's in the spirit world um he has to make the decision between whether or not he wants to go after the avatar or he wants to go after his uncle try to find him and we learn that he goes after his uncle because Prince Zuko is not a bad person, just misguided. Um, We see more of that in action. And um, yeah, and then he finds Uncle Iroh and Uncle Iroh and Prince Zuko, they have this wonderful battle with the Earthbender soldiers and they just break him free and it is just the most heartwarming, amazing episode. All right, quickly, episode eight. Everybody's, like, safe, like, Uncle Lara's been rescued, Prince Zuko's been rescued, they're back on their ship. Um, Aang tells Katara and Sokka and the whole village about the solstice, which is, at this point, that night, um, and how he needs to get to this crescent-shaped island with Avatar Roku's temple on it, so he can go talk to Avatar Roku when light shines through this thing in the temple and it hits, like, the statue of Roku's face. Um... So they get there, they run into Prince Zuko and Uncle Iroh on the way there, because of course that crescent-shaped island with the Roku thingy in it is going to be in Fire Nation waters. So they have to go into the Fire Nation, which is the last place they want to be. And remember that Prince Zuko was banished from the Fire Nation, so he's following the Avatar, and he knows very well that if he gets caught in the Fire Nation, he could be arrested. And his we get the impression that his dad is not a forgiving person. So and he's the one who banished him. So um, they see see Prince Zuko, Prince Zuko sees the Avatar, he's throwing these smelly fire stones at them and we could talk about what those are made of and why they smell so bad because I think that's really interesting for no reason. Um, And then we also see that there's a blockade um, at the boundary between Earth Nation and Fire Nation waters, a blockade of ships. And who is commanding this blockade of ships? But none other than Commander Zhao or General Zhou. If you recall, he's the dude with the crazy mutton chops from a few episodes ago, who learns of Prince Zuko's mission and decides that he's going to go after Prince Zuko's goal, too, to try to undermine him and keep the prince banished. He orders fire o- onto the Avatar Appa as they're flying above them, and at the expense of Prince Suko's ships. And yeah, he basically just risks other Fire Nation ships and lives to try to capture the Avatar so we get a better idea of what type of person Commander or General (laughs) Zhou is. Um, Eventually he says, you know what, let Prince Zuko pass, we'll just follow him. Prince Zuko notices that they stopped assaulting them and I've made way for them and they he, ta- he consults with this Uncle Iroh, and Uncle Iro's like, you know what? He wants to follow you, Prince Zuko. He wants to follow you. Prince Zuko's like, all right, that's cool. Um, you stay on the ship and just kind of mislead him, and I'll get on this little boat and use the smoke from where his fireballs hit my boat to as cover. So that's what happens. Um, eventually, Kata- Katara, Saka, and Aang make it to the crescent island they run up they meet these fire mages sages fire sages and um they're there to protect the temple they're running away from them they find this other guy one of the fire sages who's like you know what i want to help you because you're the avatar and we're supposed to protect the avatar and he tells them a story of how 100 years ago or more than 100 years ago back when avatar roku was the dude the actual alive avatar um the sages of any nation only serve the sages only serve the avatar but when Aang disappeared and the avatar was gone they had no other choice but to follow the fire lord and so the other sages are following fire lord's order by capturing the avatar this sage wants to save the avatar because he is still loyal to the avatar so yeah um he helps them they have all of these shenanigans we won't get into the nitty-gritty there about um but there's this very special chamber where avatar roku statue is and they have to do all of this mumbo jumbo to try to get in um once they're able to get in uh prince zuko shows up commander or general what is his what is his rank joe is there and he is you know screwing things up for everybody and gets in there he finally talks to avatar Roku, Roku says, "Yo, there's this comet coming, and whenever there's a comet, it makes Firebenders super, super powerful." The last time this comet came was around 100 years ago, when Fire Lord Fire Lord Sozin um, wanted started this whole war to try to conquer the world, and he used he harnessed the power from this comet to give his army. So much strength that they could begin to take over the world. And Firelord Ozai, the dude who's in charge now, Prince Zuko's dad, um, wants to do the exact same thing and try to end the war. So it's this very poetic, book ended comet thing. It's Sozin's Comet, which I don't think we know the name of, but we do know. Um, yeah, and so. Then he's like, all right, well, now that you have this important bit of information, it's about time for me to go back into this statue. But before I do, let me help you out since you're surrounded by ender- enemies. And so I'm guessing Fi- uh, um, Avatar Roku just like possesses Aang, even though they're the same person. Um, but you see him, you see his ghost, his spirit, firebending and avataring. They both go into the avatar state and they just wreck stuff. They shut it down. Um, and that's that's where we leave off in episode eight they avatar roku destroy destroys his own temple and which is a biblical reference because i think it's amazing um and they everyone escapes all willy-nilly in their own various ways and that is the outcome of episode eight so i'm gonna open the floor up for reactions because i just did a lot of talking and i need to swallow
2: This is Jennifer here talking. And yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite episodes. I'm actually happy I came in like this far in because when I watched it the first time, that's when I got sucked in was like this episode. Um, And I got into it because Julie, who's been in previous episodes, really was telling me, you need to watch it. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. And I was like, let's see. And then, yeah, it's it's just a great show. I really like the... um, the spirit world part because it's like to me it's especially when they start to talk to each other it's like a third eye kind of opening vibe um, um it's kind of like how I, I feel it's going especially when um the <laughs> the the bear monster <laughs> or it's, it's pronounced I don't know it's h-e-i-b-a-i um when they kind of communicated. I just kind of like that that moment. Um and I I'm very like in tune to spirit world stuff. So um this again it's just like it's just cool cuz like, you know, here we are in like one plane but this other plane that of, you know, realm that exists where you can get more information um is really just I don't know. It it just kind of just shows like there's always a little bit more. And um and yeah. And I also loved Uncle Iroh. So this is something I kind of, I'm asking and reacting to, and I just noticed it. And I think you always notice things when you watch it a second time. Uncle Iroh saw Spirit Ang flying on the, okay, is this mm-hmm, something that mm-hmm. comes up or did it just like happen and we never, I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm just curious because I just never knew that he was, it was just weird. I was just,
0: from what I understand, and this could be I've watched this four times, but it's not been back to back, like Julie has <laughs> I don't think they go back to that okay. every time i every time I watch that, I notice that, and I'm like, "Whoa, what's with that?" And I don't think they ever explain it. That's insane, yeah, all right well that's that's just something I like picked
2: up this time that I never picked up at all, um but yeah, it was just such a great episode, especially with I don't know just you know how even that moment like when he comes back and he's just like so sad and you see Katara like just like waiting like you know it's only 24 hours but you know I'm sure it felt like forever and you know I don't know it's just like that whole kind of like very like Lone Ranger like journey just to you know figure things out and then it all kind of like Mm -hmm. comes together in the end was really cool especially like that moment with the acorn Um, just like remembering that to kind of be like oh my god like now I know what's wrong like don't worry it's gonna be okay it was just very like symbolic that's that's what it is especially the fact that it was a panda I always feel like they're majestic creatures
0: yeah
2: Indy
1: y'all I am I am still absorbing and soaking it all in. That was so intense in the best way. I even teared up um, in the second episode specifically because of the whole spirit world thing and um, Ank reconnecting with his like mentor. like, Like, you know, they just have such a special relationship and just the whole journey of having to go through the Fire Nation and the sages that no longer actually live up to their original call you know calling and duty which is to be there for the avatar regardless but because the fire nation sucks um (laughs) not all of them okay not all of them we're i'm starting to like zuko by the way just on a side note i'm starting to like him because i liked that he went back for his uncle um and i'm excited to see where his character development goes because i mean I know Adriana, you're a big fan of Zuka, So I'm like, okay, I'm giving him a chance. I, I see he's like, he's got like good intentions. But anyway, I loved like the whole journey of um, talking about episode eight, like when he, uh, you know, the one of the sages was like, I'm here. I'm here for you, Aang. And he basically, they were away from all the other sages in a moment when they were all of them running from, from them, Aang and Katara and, and Sokka and uh yeah the sage was just so nice and he was like i'm devoted to this original purpose and you're here for a reason you need to connect with Roku." and he betrayed his sages and yeah the whole third eye thing was really it, it's you know it's it's really cool with this i love i love shows i'm not a big like um anime or cartoon person but i love that this particular show connects with like it's all about the spirit world like it, it like touches on that and it also touches on magic you know like I think the spirit world is magical you know and I feel like that's something we're missing in our own life you know like it's it's missing from our own modern day society and when you watch a show that has that element in it it's very I don't know there's just something so special and like mystical and like it makes you want to find your own magic you know like it makes you want it makes you believe it a little more but you yeah, know what what a back-to-back like set of powerful episodes that I honestly am still recovering from like I honestly as soon as we're done I want to watch I want to binge watch um and up until now I'm not gonna lie like for anyone listening that it's like, I'm not sure. I've never seen Avatar, or you're also like on Epi- like you just watched your seven and eight. I'm sure you're feeling the same way I am. Um, like the first six episodes were awesome. Don't get me wrong. But these two now I'm like, okay, I'm hooked. So I agree with you, Jen, too. Like Jenny, like you said that yeah, these were the two that you start like you saw them. These were the two that you started on, right?
2: No, I like, I mean, March and April when all this COVID hit, I just binged watched them all. So it took me about oh. like five weeks to watch all of the episodes, but I don't do okay. repeats unless there's like a purpose. So this is like me coming back in is like as repeat as it's going to get. Like Julie's like, watch it again. I'm like, nah, girl, I'm good. I already know what happened, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's still wonderful. But like you said, it's like, this is when you get like you're like oh my god like this is real like this is really 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 good it's
1: intense in the best Uh, way like because they're really in danger like the like you're I mean I was nervous for for all of them and it gets
2: more intense and that's what's so funny like this was like 15 years ago like so like woke you know what i mean So, woke. It, so it, woke. It, here you are like here we are now like i didn't watch it back then and and I, I wasn't really a nickelodeon um i was like a disney channel girl but you know it's all good um, <laughs> <laughs> so, fancy um, but but um i did like i mean watching this and i'm like you just um indy I, I don't really like i don't I've never been an anime thing and that's what's right. that prevented me from watching it for a long time or even cartoons really it just doesn't it doesn't <laughs> capture me but man I'm eating my words because like that definitely um it's it's definitely really really wonderful it's so good
1: same yeah this is a special show I you know I'm I'm going to say one more thing cuz I feel like I'm, I'm I talked a lot too um but there I love the whole sunlight hitting going through the rocks or like the the like the windows yeah of the of the building yeah on the solstice and like hitting like on the day of the solstice perfectly like in the center of the statue of roku hitting him and that like triggered um the spiritual world or whatever it did that we don't really know the magic things so that Aang could connect with him, but he had to be in the building looking directly at him. It's so interesting because um in ancient times, we don't even know, but like other cultures that were like thousands and thousands of years ago, people would study geometry and mathematics on such a high level that they would design certain rocks and py- like including the pyramids of giza yeah, sundials like, right like yes yeah, sundials of- uh, thank you jen yeah they would design sundials where like the sun would hit it like every rock and like the sun would bounce off one rock to the next to the next they would
2: have those like stone hedge areas um,
1: yeah and it would like it would be so perfectly aligned and so like exactly calculated and it would serve some like alignment or spiritual purpose that we're like now disconnected from and I think that's so cool that this show brought that back it was like a sundial anyway I thought that was so just wow yeah go ahead no that's it I'm just like in awe of that I I want my own sundial or I just want to go I want to go see a sundial like that or a Roku with the sun you know, beaming through one of the windows and hitting perfectly in the center
0: of his third eye. I have a Roku app on my phone. You can just kind of, like, stand out in the sun, put it on your head. Perfect. Sorry. But, (laughs) Do you really? What, the Roku? Well, I mean, Roku app. It's just, like, a smart TV app. Um, To to like watch things. Like,
1: kind of real I'm so gullible, man.
0: (laughs) No, no, it's cool. It's a free app, but you have to have a compatible TV. But, anyways, back to Avatar. And go feel free to like, I see you laughing, Jen. Feel free to like unmute so we can hear some of that. So I'm just not like quiet in the quiet because uh, yeah. I feel I like a dork. I think you a riot. So, so a <laughs> no, dork. I'm,
2: a lot of times I'm laughing too much because I think you're a riot. But <laughs> I'm not
0: a protest. A riot. <laughs> yes, I'm Kay. not a protest. <laughs> but um, I am recovering from that episode on so many levels, all right. Y'all already know that I'm like, I'm just gonna straight up admit that like Prince Zuko is one of my favorite characters. I do yes, I admit it every single ep- episode of this podcast. I mean, it's not even a mission. It's just like, uh, I, me and Zuko are like right here. Like, I feel you, bro. Like his life, my life, except no banishments. But um, <laughs> uh, just, okay, so the third eye imagery, that was hard, hardcore, and I want to chime in on that and just say, like, yes, like I never even picked up on that. I'm thinking, maybe, after, since I just did my yoga teacher training, right? And I already always knew that there was a third eye chakra, but I never really like thought beyond that. You know, I was just like, there's some energy centers, mumbo jumbo. Now I kind of understand a little bit more about it and how like the communication with the spirit guides and all of that like mm-hmm. completely lines up and I have a feeling I'm going to experience more of that when we watch more of these episodes. Yeah. Um, especially, especially series finale, which is like way down the road. But oh, girl, Jen, if you like that. and you, I'm ready. This could be over to- for you
1: can we binge i'll stay up
2: all night and binge watch this this is this is what happens when am bug hits like you might as well just get netflix and call it a day but or, or get <laughs> someone's uh account real quick because like it it does that to you it really does like i bruh. think these
1: episodes do that legit and i also want a sky bison pet like real bad after these two episodes like i already did from the very first episode but now this one these two i mean
0: yeah I want to talk about the Fire Nation and the firebending, okay? Okay. Fire Nation and the Bring it! Bring it! All right. so, okay, right? Well, first off, I want to talk about Sokka in Episode 7. Sokka, I just want to talk about everything, but Sokka in Episode 7 was, uh, he, I don't know, I feel like if if we were going to pick a winner, even though, like, Aang, like, probably won the episode because he figured out how to talk to spirits, which is kind of a big deal, like, Sokka was so supportive. Like, I love how this show paints Sokka in a light that looks like it's not supportive, but it's really just a different type of supportive. Like, when you're a kid and you see that, you're just like, ah, oh, Sokka, you're just a grouch. Mm-hmm. When you're an adult, you're just like, no, Sokka's just really concerned, and he's at a totally different level of maturity. And you've got Sokka and Katara, who are just two different energies that are super, super compatible. Like, that's what you need for, like, a successful support system and I just really love how they did that how Sokka really just put himself in danger just to, to help Aang with the evangelian looking panda bear I don't know if you guys watch Evangelion or Evangelion I don't really know how you pronounce it but because I always watch the dub or the sub not the dub but um they have big creatures in there called angels and um it looks just like one of them check it out bro but um yeah, Saka. but okay, the Fire Nation, like Uncle Iroh kicked he like, he always kicks butt, but he kicked butt more obviously here, and it was a very, in very small, he, the amount of butt kicking he could do in like three seconds is astounding like I, mind-blowing i love his gangster status like he literally Bruh. gets gangster status for me uh, <laughs> you, when he i have to most, agree when
2: they do the eye the close-up with the eye and he's like i i got you I the got
0: side you. eye the side <laughs> eye brah yes he mm. may
2: seem nice but and okay. he's
0: so smooth he's always so smooth too about it like this dude firebent with his feet while he was shackled like he was like oh i'm an old man i mean he's got i mean everyone who gets old should use that to their advantage and just pull some crazy stuff like pranks on their family or you know get out of jail free no i'm just saying don't do anything wrong or immoral but like oh learn how to fire bend, basically is what you're saying he's so freaking zen and that is directly related to how powerful he is like it is no coincidence that they show him chilling in a hot tub
2: and drinking tea
0: and drinking tea and talking to a chipmunk who's trying to tell him that earthbenders are coming um and then two minutes later he's like escaping but he's not really escaping because he knows what needs to happen? Like he, he's like, all right, Zuko's going to come look for me. This is what he's going to look for. I'm going to do all of these things. I'm going to create some tracks and a stir here. And Zuko finds him. And then when him and Zuko finally do that final face off in episode seven, my heart just like skip beats the entire time. Like it is so sweet. Like it is such a huge bonding moment between Zuko and Iroh and an amazing fight. He's just like, I learned from the best mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> iroh is just like i got but these chains oh definitely more than this but
2: you are outmatched or something like that I can't you are remember.
0: outnumbered but not yeah. out or yeah. what
2: yeah i think you said you're out unmatched outmatched yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah he said some epic stuff
2: bfl yeah, was like a little bit more like like hit it a little bit deeper but that fight scene was definitely um pretty cool with the chains, and it was just all like just wonderful. Like I really enjoyed it a lot, a lot. And I'm like, because you know, Zuko to me is like, you know, I, I don't know if anyone has ever watched it, but he's like the the Snape of of Harry Potter a little ah! bit, and so like. Uh, you know you just kind of you know without spoiling anything you just you you go with the character and you you grow to like hate or be indifferent to them but when you see those little moments especially the the compassion like you said Jen like the moment he sees you know um Ira like he's not Ira oh, he sees the bison like on the you know Abba like flying and he's like all right I gotta go for my uncle or even better than that in episode two like there's a moment like whenever he talks to his uncle like his voice gets a little bit low like very like not so nasty because then you know that he there is some heart in him somewhere you know what I mean Mm -hmm. no matter how minuscule it is And, and then that's why I love the character arc with um, with Uncle Iroh is just because of like, you know, like he seems like a really nice guy, you know what I mean? Even though he is a firebender and, you know what I mean, a part of Fire Nation, like he doesn't, see, he's not hateable like any other Fire Nation, like General or anything like that.
0: At least now. <laughs> true, true. I just want to address the stigma of Fire Nation is bad. <laughs> Exactly we'll... was, I'm sorry was. I didn't mean in, you know no it wasn't I... you it was the other Jen <laughs> no I'm just kidding we don't know you don't know this yet okay so you're cool you're it's you're true. you're a noob I like the, the 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 initial reaction though Indy I
2: I like it
1: <laughs> well I mean I totally see the connection you know like the family I got you back like this is you know blood you know you're my blood I got your back like no matter what um between Zuko and his and, and his uncle um but and, and I and I totally see like okay where this is going there's gonna be more character development and you guys are saying there's gonna be more so I'm waiting for it but you know
0: I'm still <laughs> like
1: Katara is my girl and, and I like Sokka their mom was murdered I don't like that by the Fire Nation and Avatar his whole like all of his people they're gone because of the Fire Nation so right now I'm a little upset at
2: the Fire Nation until I find out more until I find that kind of brings back heart to it's like you know like the elements like the different elements and how you know it in layman's terms we all know that somehow they you know it, it, there's always like a battle you know what i mean between different and liking to keep things separate and i think that's what's like hard is seeing like whoever prevails sometimes when people get power they just kind of like you know it, it, it gets kind of extreme and fire is always looked at as bad so initially yeah it's, it's very easy to look at it um in that way but um from your past episodes everyone said like what you know what, um, if you had any, what, which one would you be? Earth, fire, da, da, da. I will say as much as I like, I love like Zuka, I'd probably be fire too. Cause there's a Freak there's yeah. a little bit of, I just, it's, there's a good evil with it. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's a, a, a fiery balance to it. And, and I think that because fire is just so like temperamental, it takes a lot of concentration to even like learn in my opinion. I don't know. I just feel like, not saying that water or air doesn't, but there's something about it.
0: When you think about like the whole the whole concept of the avatar is a person who can bend all four elements, right? His whole, or their whole purpose is to maintain balance. Balance. There is no one element that is worse than any element. There is no one element that is better. They all have these level up that is leveled true. up, like things. I won't get Pop, into Pop them. City
2: to them, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I won't get into it because I don't want to spoil anything. But like, it's all that. Like, that's the goal. That's that's the whole goal of the entire show. And I think that
2: yeah, we learned that with that Captain Planet.
0: We learned it with Captain Planet, and also I want to. But I love how very slowly, um, we. It's interesting that this show decided to take fire and paint it in such a light at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's no coincidence that I think certain characters show good qualities early on, and then as the show progresses, we see more and more mm-hmm. different characters and mm-hmm. different, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't remember. Dynamics. Different point. dynamics from every single element. It's not mm-hmm. just fire, you know? No, it's, no, 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 yeah. And. Uh, And it kind of goes into the whole like pitta, kapha, vata type Ayurvedic like stuff. Where what is it? Vata is air, and pitta is fire and water. Kapha is earth and water. I I don't know why water gets to be in everything, but it does. And needed. It's fluid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you'll notice that like a lot of (laughs) you'll notice that. Zuko is very much, uh, he's just pitta. There is nothing else there. And his, we, we see him like pick up a little bit of Kafa here, a little bit of vasa there. You look at Katara, she's mainly water, you know, like, I like picking out the different elements um, through an Ayurvedic standpoint, personality wise, through this show, because As in real life like a person could be they could be born this way but depending on where you are in your life and what you're doing on that day you're going to be something different like I am definitely pitta vata like at my core but there's a buttload of kapha you know it just it's all uh, I just just want to get into everything but um mainly I just want to gush about I just want to gush about the fire nation I just I just want to gush about the fire nation and how amazing firebending is, and how it doesn't make sense when Zuko and Katara and Ang were all chained up in Roku's temple. How like Roku like firebended at them and it burned the chains off of them, but like didn't burn their clothing or their hair or you know they got off scot free. Their eyebrows were intact. That was funny.
2: I have a question. So, the one that helped them, he got arrested too in the
0: end? All five of them did. All five of the sages. Damn,
2: that sucks. He was up there like last minute. They kind of hooked him up and put him on album. Right. They gave, you know, they didn't even care. I'm sorry. I just re- just realized. I, was like, I didn't
1: even know that until
0: you said that. <laughs> I just at, noticed. At the very end, um, they're like, they're on Zhou's ship or Zhao's ship. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you're all guilty in my eyes. Let's yeah. see what Firelo- Fire Lord Lord Ozai has to say. What I say about that? About it.
2: You know, when I first watched it, I had no idea that what what's what's the Fire Lord that was that? No, the general um, that let them pass. Zhao. General Zhao. I thought <laughs> for a very long time I thought General Zhao was was Zuko's father like that's how disconnected <laughs> I was the first time I watched I was like oh that's his father. <laughs> so yeah it's just it's just funny but I was just saying that I was like I never like it's like I didn't hear any other name I didn't I don't know I do that I'm like give these characters like these like you know stories that no one told me um <laughs> but, <laughs> mm. but um but yeah, it's just I don't know, it's just such a it was that that was like I was happy to see that that's the two episodes that I came in on because um it's definitely just like oh there's so many wonderful things and I'm sorry, but um Sokka is like the funny I think he's freaking hilarious. He's funny. And and like that moment was like, What can I do for you? Well, you can give us some
0: <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, you could give us some supplies that we need.
0: <laughs> And it's Katara's like, wait, like, you didn't
2: like, even
1: do anything. You're the one that, like, no, Aang still, had to go he's after. On this, he's on
2: this journey. And, like, if they're offering anything, I think that's wise to ask that. Because I thought Katara... No, yeah. Him. And he's like, she's like, he's like, what? We need it?
0: Yeah. No, he's yeah. needed. Sokka is an important part of the trio.
2: Yes. And he's, he like, he gives, he gives you like inspiration too, because even at the end, even that when they were transitioning, and then they were going to, um, Aang was going to leave them. And he's like, no, like, you're not leaving us. And it even in the first one when he like went <laughs> and right away, he gets like taken by the spiritual, you know, bear, but like, it was just so kind of like, it. I was listening to the other two episodes um that you guys um did and I remember Julie kind of referenced like oh my god like he really like showed himself because he showed no fear and I think that's what's really cool about it. it's like he doesn't run away from it even if he may or may not you know kind of like prevail it takes all of them together a lot of times to kind of like you know succeed in one way or another but like um and sometimes Aang you know can do it by himself but it, it's just I don't know it's just something about his vibe it's like they you know one can't be without the other and he's just such a I don't know a really great character not just for comedy but for just everything I don't know I just love his his dynamics and on the on the show I just can't stop laughing like what's the little the little cat lemur thing's
0: name momo Oh, momo Momo.
2: i love momo yeah that's that's one of my favorite things about the show is like i laughed so much when i was watching it because like the the subtleties in the humor yeah the the point with when the fish pops up and then momo (laughs) catches the fish i'm just like i can't handle it like i just can't handle this like
1: yeah that was a good moment
2: it's just so like uh the show is just so ma- magnificent and it, i'm still in awe 15 years ago
0: mhm mhm mm-hmm. girl they were woke woke
2: it's at, it's at nickelodeon they were always you know they always went a little bit deeper than
0: disney channel though <laughs> Girl, you know they did because the disney channel was so bougie <laughs> you no
2: know, it was i mean i was all in the all that like you know the earlier stages of stuff so i, I was in it you know what i mean but i definitely stepped out like once the came over i was like i right, i'm good but i was, ah! I was missing out <laughs> i was missing out on this was definitely sit out on this. Man,
1: but, to know that like it's still playing on Nickelodeon, right? I don't
0: what? Think so, right? It's the on show. and that's it. We talking about Run. Avatar? Avatar's over. Oh, they don't they don't play it on Nickelodeon.
1: I mean, who watches TV these days? Everyone's got that turned off. But
0: yeah, I don't they're, know. they're they're not coming out with new episodes of Avatar if that's what you're asking. They might be running reruns, but
1: Yeah, reruns. I mean, I'm just my point was I think that's cool that, you know, 15 years ago, and if it's still playing and whatever kids are exposed to it, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna know about all these concepts that, you know, might not necessarily be talked about within their family units.
2: But I also feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, Adriana, but is it like the, the quarantine kind of like brought it back again?
0: no um i think it, it like sort everyone of
2: everyone was started talking about it like the last 3 or 4 months
0: so it's kind of it, i don't think they did that on purpose but it kind of lined up perfectly so okay i was in the uk um bef- right before all this covid-19 stuff happened mm-hmm. and it was on it was on the netflix in the uk i could watch avatar in the uk mm-hmm. okay. but i couldn't watch it the moment i hit american soil okay and i think they just have a rotation
2: okay so it was just it just lined up and then it came through around this time and that's why it's kind of like got its second wind or whatever because that's it's like now everything's like okay yeah so we're gonna do this oh we're gonna do a live action this on this oh we're gonna talk about this or we're gonna and it's like there's so many rumors that I'm like looking at like through Reddit that I've se- like seen and heard I'm like alright. This is going to take like three years to develop, so I guess I'll just keep watching this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was like Tiger King, Avatar, and something else all came out at the same time. Unsolved Mysteries just came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Legend of Korra just came out anyways. Oh, yeah, that's Avatar part two, sort of. Yeah, that's the next Avatar in the cycle, man.
2: Yeah, well, I think I'll be uh, diving into that since I needed something.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> that one woke too. That one's woke too. It's different but it's woke in okay. other ways
2: are any of the characters in it
0: or no yes but if I tell you it might
2: spoil some episodes oh, so okay well maybe we could talk later I'm all about the spoiler life you should see me when I'm watching a show I'm literally on my phone on wiki <laughs> forums like reading everything I want to know what's going to happen when it's going to happen who's it going to happen to and you know so I'll be all up in it I don't care I'll still watch it and enjoy it like brand
0: new I will say that you get to see all the characters all growed up um, through like various flashbacks and stuff. Okay, 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 like that happens, and That's- there there are some marriages that you didn't ex- you wouldn't expect, and um,
2: you got you got to finish this indie before you enter that room.
0: I know. I'm like, wait.
2: I want to know <laughs> her face. You should have seen her face. She's like, what? Marriages? <laughs> yeah, and marriages. What? Who? And Uncle like Iroh. You know- I feel like you love the love stories. Like, it's like you love the- You know I do. romantic, so you're like
0: looking at all the love stories that like pop up. Even Uncle Iroh is in Legend of Korra. Oh. Which is really cool. And Prince Zuko's voice actor. Okay. Oh. But that's for like three episodes. Anyways. Plays like Zuko's grandson or something. Hmm.
1: I'm looking forward to it once I get through all of these.
0: All right. Oh. Any cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even smoke. And you don't smoke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get it. That was really, really intense.
0: Y'all ready to do another round of Avatar? <laughs> Sorry. honestly yes yes please
2: honestly i may not be able to unfortunately i hate that this is a uh, being recorded and i might have to man Jen, just ruin it just bye I? I have a very early morning tomorrow i get it
0: i understand you're so, not a grandma I... for that you're a responsible <laughs> adult human yes. being
2: but I really was excited to be a part of this and I'm very uh, thankful you guys for me to be a part of this episode and um, hopefully I can come back in the future.
0: <laughs> Heck yeah, girl, we, gonna, we got that text message thread. We're going to invite you some more. <laughs>
2: all right,
0: yeah, it's awesome. really
1: fun having you here. Wait, we didn't do the winners. Who won? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, all right. Episode seven, who won? Obviously i mean it and, and, <laughs> i mean obviously the avatar wins
0: okay i'm gonna say Sokka's my winner for episode seven but
1: yeah i i blanked out hold on I, i'm because i I'm, I'm not gonna lie like both were so intense but because we
0: just watched eight i'm so on eight right now Wait,
2: why do you mean saka one why, why do
0: you feel that okay so episode seven is the one with a panda right 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 so So, Sokka won episode seven for me because he stepped up with his courage and he was willing to to put his life on the line to like help protect Aang and even though he's the reason Aang had that whole like freaking experience he got himself kidnapped when he didn't need to but were it not for that I don't think Aang would have had the same type of experience and had that connection to the spirit world so I feel like it all lined up and it all had to do with Sokka's selflessness I actually take away what I just said and I
2: 1000% agree because that is pretty accurate if it wasn't for him he wouldn't have
0: had that experience at all so yeah I agree and, and to top it all off he was like he wasn't even modest about it he was like well we need stuff <laughs>
1: yeah right
0: he's like we need clothing we need yeah. things we're traveling <laughs> he's like feed feed us please just and yeah if he weren't there ang and katara might have been just like okay well they were so nice we can't really ask for anything we just have yeah, to
2: starve yeah that is true they're they yeah. are kind of too nice
1: they're so modest and humble yeah yeah, yeah i mean after yeah i mean It was definitely, for me, a combined effort. Like, I totally agree with you, Adriana. Like, if if Sokka hadn't stepped up to the plate, Aang was really doubting his abilities in that moment. He's like, "Uh, but I got to help these people. But he didn't didn't know how, and Sokka kind of, like, catapulted. He was the catalyst for everything. Mm -hmm. So I kind of have to say it's a tie between them. That's fair. I can agree with that assessment. It was like a team effort. Okay, uh, the the next one,
2: eight. Well, that's that. That's where my first answer goes to my second, to to my second answer. (laughs) And I mean, that just was like so, like that moment where, well, actually, it was Katara, because you know, Katara actually was you know she her you know everyone's kind of like, oh man, this was a failure, and she was like, no this is like a good thing because that's when you saw how witty she was and like, not witty, sorry. That's totally the wrong word. How, um, Like just how very intelligent she is as far as like just recognizes we'll just get them to open it up for us and then so with that moment that's why the doors would have opened because if she never thought that he would not have gotten in at all and so just even that moment that when he you know and they do the fight and he like turns around and Zuko's got him and they're going down the thing and he does that little Becky flip thing and rushes inside it's like like that was like that was that fight that scene was like so sick it was just Mm. so beautiful but yeah it was katara that would be for my vote final answer ding ding (laughs) Indy. okay
1: i have a totally different answer you know i'm obsessed with our little sky bison friend he he uh, he made everyone survive that crazy (laughs) fire nation Like, they just were throwing one fireball, like, I don't know, bomb after the other. They were just trying to kill him. And the Sky Bison man, he saved the day. He He saved the day. You are right. And he got them through. He definitely did. But then that was the first half. But the second half, I have to say it goes to Roku because Mm -hmm. he was the one that saved them through that catastrophe and, you know, possessed in a good way at you know, the Avatar's body ang and helped defeat all the crazy fire the there's some fire people we love, but you know, the other ones that were about to like destroy all of all of our good guys. So
0: Yeah. I'll have to agree with you and say that I think Roku won the whole daggum episode because mm-hmm. like <laughs> he did you see how majestic he was? Oh, like when yeah. he just came out and was just like it was whoosh, just blah. and did you see joe's like or zhao's like face like they they spent some time <laughs> drawing his face to express <laughs> that specific emotion which was holy crap that's the ghost of avatar roku <laughs> like there's no other emotion yeah. freaking perfect and um when he was talking to ang when they were in the um Diddly bop. When they were in the room, the solstice was, room, the solstice room, he was like, "Diddly bop solstice room." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "I know you can do this because you've done it before, like that, just like hook and sinker, like that." That reminds you, like, what this whole series is going to be about is how mm-hmm. he's done this before and how he's gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. And like, Eng and Roku are one in like mm-hmm. so many yeah. different ways. Mm. So powerful, and the way he destroyed the um, his own temple made me think of how. Um, I mean, we don't have to get super biblical here, but made me think of how in the Bible, after Jesus is like resurrected and his his spirit is gone, the shrine in the temple is ripped from the top down, which is impossible unless you're like God. That just I don't know. It's just like the the end of an era like roku was just like things have been done this way for a certain amount of time now things are going to be done differently you don't need this temple you don't deserve this temple no i like like that too. follow yeah. ang like yeah. ang is the avatar yeah that that Didn't just know. got me that in the was, heart
2: you're right that was that was very biblical they're like you know what it's done it's going under that's it y'all have disrespected me and my name, and now this is, you know, and that's why it was very symbolic, just like Aang and him forming into one. And that's when you really start to see like the the, uh, the true connection between Avatar and past Avatars and stuff like that. So yeah, that was definitely really cool. But one scene I will say, cause you know, I'm all about the comedy is when everyone's thanks Abba you did great and Abba literally like throws his body back <laughs> like, like like I'm dead okay like <laughs> because it wasn't it was so intense like it was so intense it's like bapish. <laughs>
0: <Taking
1: a nap. laughs> oh, it like perfect. someone just let me lay here Seriously? until I recover oh, I don't yes. know when that will be I need
2: 24 Uh, hours.
1: (laughs) I'll take you home, Appa. I'll make you my big pet sky bison. Cuddle with you so that you can fly me everywhere, especially during a pandemic. That'd be great.
0: That would be amazing.
1: Wouldn't that be awesome?
0: Who needs a passport when you have a flying bison?
1: Right. (laughs) It's true. He's (laughs) amazing. He might be my favorite new character. I'm not sure.
2: No, I mean he's he's lovable. He's definitely lovable, but I do love. What's his name again? I say I love, but I don't even know his the name. The little baby, okay. the little Momo, Mimu. Momo, yo, Momo, Momo,
1: Momo. Story
0: I love him so much, but I don't know his name. Yeah, story like, of my like, life. Maybe, he's yes.
1: adorable. Maybe he
2: maybe because he gives me cat vibes. So like, mm-hmm. kind of like what it what it is.
0: Be very nice, cat.
2: Yeah i was talking to momo and they was well, well, like what was he doing like pull, weird pull-ups yeah who <laughs> knows
0: what that weird lemur was doing oh such a great show but yeah this was good this all was right good. all right showbenders we're gonna wrap it up um i think indy and i are gonna watch some more episodes we may react to those depending you know it we want to provide you with something to listen to while you're doing all various tasks. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening and uh, hit like, subscribe, follow, you know, all the tech stuff. We'll be back. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the airbender showbender Don't forget to hit like, subscribe, or whatever it is you have to do on whatever platform you're listening on to show us some support. We'll be back with more episodes, so we'll see you then.